Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich. We are on Tanya Tuesdays. And we are going to start today by giving a summary and some insight into Chapter 1, Perak Aleph, of the Sefer Tanya. And we will be going back to the idea I mentioned in the opening class, that this work is properly titled Sefer Shel Benonim, the book of regular average people and is built on the Pasuk, on the verse that says, Ki karav eilecha hadavar ma'od, that this matter is very accessible to you, in your mouth, in your heart, and in action. So remember that we will be coming back to this idea. Every chapter, every idea returns to this idea, that the Torah and a Jew's doing teshuva is always something that is immediately accessible. How does the work start this? By telling us that every Jewish soul is made to take an oath before being brought into the world. And this oath is, be a tzaddik and do not be a rasha. And even if the whole world tells you that you are a tzaddik, you should in your own eyes be a rasha. Tzaddik will translate for now as righteous, rasha as wicked, although we will see it's much more complicated than that. And the Balatanya asks, how can you possibly say that a person should see himself as being a Russia? If you think about it, there's a problem with that. If a person sees himself as being wicked, then it will lead to depression. And a person cannot serve God properly in a state of depression. And if he sees himself as being a Russia, but doesn't care, then he runs the high risk of complacency. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a Russia, I don't care. That's fine, I can live with that. So, either depression or complacency is a disaster. So, how are we to understand this oath that a person should be a tzaddik and not a Russia, but see himself as being a Russia? So, we have to figure out what these th- words mean. What is a tzaddik? What is a Russia? And then the third word, what is a benoni? which is described elsewhere in rabbinic writings. Someone who's in the middle, neither a tzaddik nor a rasha. So as is known in the Chabad, Yiddish-speaking world, there is an expression, and the expression is known as esvenzich, which means it depends. The word tzaddik and the word rasha and the word benoni, what do those words mean? They all depend on the context. So now we will discuss the context of those words. Those words can be used in a borrowed context of judgment in which a person, if he is 51% righteous and 49% full of Averos, then he is a Tzaddik. If he is 51% Averos, 49% Mitzvos, then he is a Russia. If he he is exactly 50-50, then he is a Benoni. But the Balatanya says that cannot be the essential meaning of those words. Because if that was the, es- the essence of those words, then the following statement that the Gemara makes, that Rabbah said, Kagon ana benoni, he once commented that he saw himself as a benoni. And his nephew and his student, Abaye, said, If you are a benoni, Rebbe, then the whole rest of the world is dead, basically. How can you possibly consider be considered a Benoni. So the Balatanya continues that we have to say that there are different contexts in which these words can be used. In the context of judgment, 
meaning uh, how a person passes judgment to live another year and another year and another year on Rosh Hashanah, we use the words Tzaddik and Rosh and Benoni. But those are not the true meanings of those words. Then there is another context in which a person does teshuva, repents, and, and resolves to be a good person. At that very moment, he is a tzaddik. And when a person does a single Avera, then in that moment, right as he did the Avera, he is a Russia. That is in the context of the moment. So we have one context, which is the context of judgment. And another context is the context of the moment. But then there is the essence of the word. And what is the essence of the word tzaddik? Someone whose good inclination, his inclination towards good, is in charge. He has killed, wiped away any inclination to do evil. That is a person who is in essence a tzaddik. And someone who allows his inclination for evil to rule over him, that is the definition of a rasha. And to understand what that means, inclination rules over him, we have to understand how it is that a Jew comes to make a decision. And the Balatanya says, it all starts with a person's basic soul. Every Jew has two souls, a nefesh abahamis and nefesh elokis. The first chapter will be devoted just to talking about nefesh abahamis. Unlike the usual translation that it means an animal soul in which a person thinks of himself as a wild animal, the Balatanya makes it clear that he doesn't mean an animal in some crazy, disgusting sense. That we just imagine people, you know, killing others for food. Rather, the idea is that the first soul, which is the basis for all human life, it's basically the lifeblood that makes a person who he is on the most basic level of life. You want to continue your life. You want to live. This is the programming of every animal, of every life form. And this includes character traits, by the way. It includes negative character traits, like anger, hedonism, foolishness, or laziness, or depression. But it also includes the natural human inclinations, or animal inclinations, towards kindness, and there is a basic form of animal altruism as well. Everybody realizes that even on some basic human level that involves no religion whatsoever, there is something inherently useful in being altruistic. That even altruism is somewhat selfish. Think about Ayn Rand, for example, who saw that there would sometimes be a valid reason to be kind to someone else because you might get something in return. This is the way that the billions of people in the world who are not Jewish at all, when they are altruistic, and a Jew can also think about altruism on this basic level, which is the basic level in order to function as a human being. Everyone starts with that baseline level. And it's worthwhile, it behooves us all, to think of that baseline level of this animal soul of how we all function, whether for good or for bad. We will then have to understand how God enters into the picture. But we first need to understand that basic element of human nature in order to understand how that will fit in the greater scheme and the greater goal of being a tzaddik. And that is the conclusion of chapter 1. Thank you.